Hi, welcome to the podcast, Help Me Rhonda. I'm your host, Dr. Rhonda Karg, and every week I'll share information with you about mental health-related topics, including methods I've used to help thousands of people gain insights into their behavior, learn new coping skills, and simply create more fun and fulfilling lives. I believe everyone has the capacity to learn and grow, so I'm happy you joined me today. So as I mentioned in the intro video, I'm going to be mixing it up on this show in some weeks. Like today, I'm going to answer questions submitted anonymously by audience members about mental health, substance abuse, and relationships. So I just want to remind everyone, the assistance that I offer you is not meant to replace seeking professional help, but I'd rather share resources to help folks to see if they can make progress on their own using the skills I teach and the other resources that I recommend, maybe while they wait to see a psychotherapist, because a lot of people are having to wait right now. We're really having a mental health crisis in the United States. If you're already in therapy, you can also share these tools with your psychotherapist in case they haven't heard of these tools before. So today's question reads, hello, Dr. Karg. I'm 45 years young, married, one child, almost 11 years old. I get so mad, I black out sometimes, and it's over the small stuff. I just recently started EMDR therapy, and I hope that by facing my PTSD, this is addresses some or all of this, but the outbursts are real, and it's no bueno for myself or my family. What else can I do? Please help me, Rhonda. So this is about anger management. And this person is describing situations where uh, something small will really set him off. And sometimes his anger is so bad, he'll black out and won't even remember it. Um, and I'll explain later on in this video how that can happen. So... Anger is one of six primary emotions, and it can either be suppressed or expressed. And the intensity of the anger and, and how it is expressed varies very much between um, people. So uh, from person to person, the way that anger is expressed and experienced varies quite a lot. Many things can trigger anger. Uh, sometimes anger is a secondary emotion to fear or sadness or shame, but sometimes it is um, also a time where you're feeling uh, like you are small. Um, that's another trigger. And then for some people, anger is an underlying disorder. And I'm going to talk about some of those underlying conditions today because um, I want you to check it out with your doctor and a therapist to see if maybe uh, some of these things can be worked on in therapy or, or with medication. So I'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, here are some of the sources of anger. Um, here are some of the possible causes of anger. The first possible cause of anger is depression. And depression can be a symptom Another possible cause of anger is depression. Anger can be a symptom of depression, which is characterized by ongoing feelings of sadness or loss of interest lasting for at least two weeks. 
if you have depression, you may experience other symptoms. And these include things like irritability, loss of energy and fatigue, feelings of hopelessness, increase or decrease in appetite, increase or decrease in sleep, feeling indecisive or having trouble thinking, kind of like your brain is in a fog feeling worthless or having inappropriate guilt for things you've done or haven't done. And lastly, thoughts of self-harm or suicide. So another source of anger can be obsessive compulsive disorder, also known as OCD. And OCD is an anxiety disorder that's characterized by obsessive thoughts and compulsive behavior. A person with OCD has unwanted, disturbing thoughts or urges or images that drive them to do something repetitively. For example, they may perform like certain rituals such as counting to a certain number or repeating a phrase or jumping or doing something like that because of an irrational fear that something bad will happen if they don't, okay? So a 2011 study conducted by a trusted source found that anger is a very common problem for people with OCD. It affects approximately half of people with OCD. Anger may result from frustration from your inability to prevent an obsessive thought or a compulsive behavior or from having someone else interfere with your ability to carry out a ritual just leads to uh, tension and, and anger. Another factor associated with anger is alcohol abuse. We know that uh, research says that drinking alcohol increases aggression. Alcohol is a contributing factor. Approximately half of all violent crimes committed in the U.S., which is pretty staggering statistic. Alcohol abuse refers to consuming too much alcohol at once or regularly. Uh, we all know alcohol impairs your ability to think clearly and make rational decisions. It affects your impulse control and make it harder for you to control your emotions. That's because alcohol is what's called a disinhibitor. Another factor associated with anger is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD, which is a neurodevelopmental disorder marked by symptoms such as inattention, hyperactivity, and or impulsivity. Symptoms usually start in early childhood and continue throughout a person's life. Some people are not diagnosed until adulthood, which is sometimes referred to as adult ADHD. Anger and short temper can occur in people of all ages with ADHD, including kids. Other symptoms of ADHD include restlessness and being fidgety, impulsivity, problems focusing, poor time management, poor planning skills, disorganization, starting projects but not finishing them, procrastination, and losing things. Bipolar disorder is another source of anger. Bipolar disorder is a mental disorder that causes dramatic shifts in your mood. And these intense shifts can range from mania, which I'm going to describe today, and also depression that we talked about a few minutes ago. Although not everyone with bipolar disorder will experience depression, most do. Many people with bipolar disorder may experience 
periods of anger, irritability, and rage. During a manic episode, you may be easily agitated. You may also feel euphoric or on top of the world. You can even feel both of those things at the same time, believe it or not. You can have racing thoughts. You may engage in impulsive or reckless behavior. You may go on shopping sprees or gamble with money that you can't afford, or you may engage in sexual activity that you later regret. During a depressive episode, again, you may feel sad, hopeless, or tearful. You may lose interest in things you once enjoyed. You may have a loss of energy and a feeling of fatigue most of the time, feelings of helplessness and hopelessness increase or decrease in appetite or sleep. You can feel indecisive or have trouble thinking or focusing. People talk about like a brain fog. It's really difficult to do those things if you have depression for some people. So feeling indecisive or having trouble thinking or focusing. Feeling worthless or having a lot of guilt about things you've done or not done. Thoughts of self-harm or suicide. So these are some of the symptoms of depression and those are also can be associated with um, bipolar disorder. So those are some of the things that can be associated with anger. Another is intermittent explosive disorder, which is uh basically what the writer was describing, which is overreacting to even small situations and having a rather explosive display of anger, as I call it. And folks that have IED lose control of their anger and oftentimes will feel a lot of guilt and shame and remorse when that happens. And as some of you know, I've I talk about parts on another video, uh, uh, actually on a couple of videos, I talk about parts work and sometimes that little part of you might get triggered because it might remind you of another time in your, in your life where you felt small or you felt afraid. Maybe when you were growing up and things were chaotic, it felt really unsafe to you. And maybe when things feel chaotic to you now as an adult, maybe that can trigger an angry response. And that's from a place of a protector, right? Um, In that moment, a younger part of you that's wounded, that still needs healing, is triggered, is afraid. And that protector in that in that moment is stepping forward in anger, right? Fight, flight, freeze, collapse, or fawn. And in that moment, if you're demonstrating anger, you might be in the fight mode, right? So that's another source of anger are these little parts of us that can get triggered out of fear. And as I said a few minutes ago, anger a lot of times is a secondary emotion. So one thing that you can do when you're feeling angry is to A, put yourself in timeout, which is anger management 101. And when I say timeout, I mean really in timeout. I I mean not thinking about the argument, not thinking about the thing that made you upset, but literally timeout from that. 
and using the five senses to calm yourself down. So remember the five senses are sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch. So put yourself in timeout and then use the five senses to get you grounded again so that remember you need to get your adrenaline level down, get your body to calm down so that you can access your upstairs brain, which is your rational, logical brain. Uh, it, in order for that to happen, you have to calm your body down. So getting your heart rate down, calming down. And then at that point, being able to maybe go to the person that you had the conflict with, and maybe by then you will, with some time, you can reflect and gain some perspective and realize that maybe uh, there was a part of you in that moment that was triggered because you were afraid. And then you can talk to your partner about that part of you that felt afraid in that moment and why, and talk to your partner about your partner's parts. Okay. So parts oftentimes are associated with um, an anger, an angry situation as well. So I would check that out. And another thing you can do to explore this further is to journal about your anger when it happens as a way of expressing it. Um, because that anger is really asking to be expressed. And if expressing anger to someone else is not appropriate, and a lot of times it's not, um, you can express your anger in a journal, or you can talk to a friend, or you can talk to your therapist, or somebody else that's earned your trust, you can talk to them about the things that make you angry. And through those processes, you can get to learn yourself better. And you can start to learn what some of the red flags are that you're starting to get activated, you're starting to get angry. Because a lot of people say, well, it just happens quickly out of the blue, like little things. Well, that can happen. But a lot of times what you'll notice is that you're in an elevated state of arousal already. And so then let's say on a scale of one to 10 on arousal or uh, being adrenalized, if you're at a 10, you're at the red zone and you're going to do something you regret, you're going to do something impulsive, you're going to start a fight, you're going to be mean to people, you might self-harm, you might use substances, but you're going to do something impulsive in the red zone that you regret doing if you're at a 10, if you're not careful. Um, so learning where you're at, being able to check in with yourself to see where you're at in terms of your arousal level, because if you're at a seven or eight, it's not going to take you much to go up to a nine or a 10 and get into the red zone. So what does that mean? That means that it's your responsibility to monitor how you're doing. And if you're not in a good place, immediately go and soothe yourself and use the five senses to calm down so that you can then engage in conversations or engage with the world. If you're feeling really angry and agitated, it's really important to put yourself in timeout and work on that. So some of the red flags that maybe you are headed towards a red zone or maybe you're adrenalized at a lesser extent, some of those red flags are physical. That can be things like an elevated heart rate, sweating, shaking, tension in the shoulders or in the jaw. 
you can have thoughts that are red flags that you're getting ready to go into the red zone. You know, um, one thought that I have that means I'm getting ready to go into that red zone is if somebody says to me something and I, and my thought is you can't treat me this way and I'm going to go to the red zone pretty fast. So that's a red flag for me. And that, that means that I need to immediately remove myself from the situation and go take care of myself and then come back when I'm feeling better. So I would talk to your family about things that they can do to help you monitor where you're at and maybe gently suggest to you if it seems like you're adrenalized or you're not in a good place, you know, if you give them permission to kind of point that out to you, that can really help in terms of you working on your anger management and understanding what the red flags are that you're getting activated and that you need to put yourself in timeout before you escalate to that level. Or it may just really strictly be intermittent explosive disorder. That could, that could be it too. So if that, if any of that resonates with you, I'd really recommend that you seek out uh, professional help to help you with any of those aspects that we discussed today. Uh, You can also look into self-help books that are out there on Amazon. I really like workbooks. Um, Those help a lot. And in the caption in the description for today's show, I'm actually going to put... a reference for a book that I recommend that's very good. It's a workbook on anger management. So I'll post the post the name of that book in the description of today's video. Thank you all for joining me today. I really appreciate your participation in this podcast and getting the word out. Please share with, with people like subscribe and share with people you know that that might like the channel as well. But again, as I've said before, I'm trying to make mental health more accessible to people. And this is one of the ways that I'm doing this. So thank you for your support. And I hope you have a wonderful evening.